The Hate Locker Podcast is brought to you by Darcy's Pub, located at 1127 Wharf Street in the heart of downtown Victoria. With live music seven nights a week, starting at 10 p.m., Darcy's is your number one spot to move that ass and pound some shafts. For those of you not from Victoria, shaft is a drink, so don't get the wrong idea. Happy hour is seven days a week from four till seven, and that includes $4 local sleeves and red and white wine so your aunt can come too. Darcy's Pub in Victoria, BC. All the booze with spectacular views. I'm Chelsea Liu. I am Dan Duvall, and this is the Hate Locker Podcast, a podcast where we talk about trivial things that we hate with a passionate yet fair vigor. Uh, this week, our esteemed guest is none other than producer and director Mark Sayer. Oh. Hello. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me. Dude, thank you for, thank you for coming on the show. Are you a, a previous guest? I, yeah, I'm like a very early iteration of this podcast, I believe. Uh-huh. I think I think from the original podcast when we had Patrick as the co-host, I think you might have been our first guest. Is that is that for real? I think you might have been our first guest. I can't fully remember because we didn't record the uh, episodes. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't real. It wasn't a real podcast. No, no one needs to know about it. Yours, okay, yours, your episode is. The oh, one. you guys did them live, and then we're like, "That's that." Yes. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, he had like this weird that app go? that you had to have to hear it. It was it was very weird. It was very strange. Yeah, this is much. Dan better. had to. Dan had to pedal a tricycle to make it work yeah and, yeah for sure and yeah and i had to put on the mask that jigsaw mask i, yeah. I mean i i didn't i didn't have to but <laughs> you know um no mark's episode was the episode where i uh said that i thought um pickles and cucumbers and zucchinis were all the same thing Oh, it was that. And he, I said, and Mark, it. were you the one who broke it? Yeah, to him? I said it. And Mark goes, hold on, hold on a second. He's like, hold on. Did you, do you think <laughs> cucumbers are smaller zucchinis? And I'm like, no, 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 you do. <laughs> Luckily it wasn't recorded. So, so we can There's add no proof this, of it until now. Yeah. Well, we can, well, it's not the first time it's come up since. Hey, listen, uh, we're still convincing him. Yeah. So Mark, you're, uh, you're in Seattle now, but Mark, uh, Mark, um, is, lived in Los Angeles forever. Mark is the reason I got into uh, writing. Mark gave me my Ugh, first break. <laughs> Mark gave me my first break on a uh, a web series called Nitwits. Mark, yeah, yeah. We uh, used to we used to take tweets and turn them into sketches. Yeah, it was fun times. Uh, oh. Mark Mark taught me how to write scripts. We've written several pilots together. Uh, we've had a lot of fun together, Mark Sayer and I. Oh, we have. Code. Yeah, code for code for what? What do you mean code for what? I don't know. What, what I don't want to put any. <laughs> I don't want to make any assumptions, but I imagine if it happened in your past, are you? He's motioning towards his nose. I no, think. no, I know. <laughs> I'm motioning for you to pull the mic away from your oh, face. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, you're not. You're also not wrong. <laughs> we had some times. Vegas was a time. Re- yeah, we, we don't want to out the guy. He's a professional. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Renaissance Fair in Pasadena. That was a day. Oh heavens. Ren Fair was fun. That was a lot of mead. 
Yeah, we uh, we drank a whole bottle of mead in the back of this van on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> An old a medieval van? Yeah, no. We, we were, oh, man, there was like we, what? Like 15 we of us? We went as House Blart. Yeah, we went as House Blart. The, the mall cops. And then we, we actually put on costumes and like went full on. There was like 15 of us in this van that we rented. And we went to the Pasadena Renaissance Fair. And we got costumes. I was dressed like a monk, and Mark was dressed like a buffoon. He had like tights on. <laughs> I'll get there's yeah, a I remember I went into that that rental house and I was like, give me the puffiest thing you have. <laughs> and boy did they. Uh, <laughs> I have a really sweet picture of it. We'll get it up on social media. It's really great. And then the best part though is uh they they have live jousting there. And uh they introduced like there's like probably like five hundred people watching this joust. Mm-hmm. And then um in these bl- giant bleachers and everyone's in costumes and it's like full on, right? We're wasted. And then they, they introduce like the black knight, like the evil one, the bad guy. And he comes out and the whole crowd's like, boo. And then it quiets down. And as it quiets down, Mark stands up in his tights with his floppy hat and goes, I quite liked him. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go over? It was like, it was very, very funny. Everyone in our whole section cracked up. It was, what do you- what do you think the thing. psychology of like being the heel of a medieval fair is like that conceivably that that's that guy's whole right. gig is it's that he be. gets booed by strangers for nothing he's done wrong. He must but do you think it. that wears on him? Yeah, I'm sure it does. It must just at least at the very least color the slate of your character. Like, do you think he's just super depressed or do you think he just loves the I think shit it's a general it. malaise at all times. Just it's just a certain emptiness that he can't put his finger I on. I bet he's really nice too. <laughs> Yeah, he's not. He's he's just get going about his business, like, you know, he could have been in the trades. His name's probably Garrett. He's he's a, he's yeah. a good man. Well, yeah. Garrett or Gary? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Go just chalk up another win for old Gare, I guess. Old Gare. <laughs> another Gare's looking real down on himself. <laughs> Gare's having a tough week. <laughs> Gare's wife left him but again. He, but he thinks he has a good job. He doesn't know what an effect it has on him. Yeah. Gare's going to put a gun in his mouth tonight. <laughs> yeah, Black no, Knight. Don't. <laughs> no, boo, do it. I hope you kill yourself. <laughs> There's been at least one night where someone likes to get way too far booing yeah. the, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> booing the sure. Black Knight. Yeah, night. most definitely, but... Whatever, yeah, man. We ended up writing a pilot about Renaissance Fair called Ren Fair that we both. Where I mean, we're still shopping it. It's a fun time. Anyway, yeah, that sounds great. It is. It's a good time. I'll tell you more about it another time. Uh, so before we dive into our topics uh, for tonight, can we talk about how Mark? Mark, do you guys have mini eggs? In America? Cad- Cadbury, eggs. of course, he has Cadbury, Cadbury eggs. Yeah. Yeah. No, not not cream eggs, but mini eggs. Oh, oh hell yeah, they do. Do you? Like they have like them in bags. Eggs? Yeah, they can sell them in amounts that they're, we are not allowed not, to buy here. They're not. They're <laughs> like not, by law. <laughs> they're not just like, they're not just the little chocolate eggs. They're like hard shelled little chocolate eggs that are pastel colored and they're called mini eggs specifically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I hate mini eggs. Whoa. Because I can't stop eating them. Oh. Oh, well, don't be a... No, I'm not... Like, it's a fucking problem. Uh Like, I was just in the store just before I came here, and I was looking for mini eggs. I wanted to eat some, and they they only had the $20 bag, like the huge bag. Mm -hmm. And I ran into my buddy Kane in the store, and he's like, just get the bag. I'm like, I can't get that bag, because as soon as I get it, I'll eat all of them, because I'm a goddamn alcoholic. I can't just eat a couple... That's not just an alcoholic trait. That's like a secretary trait. 
Is it? Oh, am I turning into Carrie? Yeah, yeah. You just, you're like, guys, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm addicted. Oh no, I'm doing the thing I make fun of in my bit about too many sobriety. eggs. I hate them because I love them so oh, much. Oh fuck! I just turned you just into the worst you just person. kicked in my door to tell me that you're fucking addicted to chocolate. Oh, I did. I did. You guys, it just happened. We peaked. The show's over. We <laughs> peaked early. You're a, you're a goddamn boomer. Old Gary's gonna put a gun in his mouth tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I predict we'll see old Gare several times. This, <laughs> old Gary's this podcast. Old Gary's Gare. Yeah. Old Gare. All right. Uh, I think the guests should go first this time. Okay. I always. I, I've been going. I don't want to say so I always I'm, go first. I'm starting with something I I hate. One of your topics. Yeah. What? Were you, yeah. All right. Mine is one of them is life coaches, <gasps> especially like under the age of eighty. <laughs> 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 You know, I, I mean, and for, for me, that's, I mean, you know, what it, what is a life coach? I mean, what's that resume? I mean, don't you have to have lived a life in order to, <laughs> you know, they're always like 24 to 28 year olds, you know, at Coachella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying your life coach should be dead? Should be on his way out or her way out. Yeah, I mean, you, oh, I mean you've got to live a life to be able to give counsel on how to live a life, right? Well, but, I've I've known I've known a couple of people in my past who I like went to college with. Like that's the you know amount of acquaintanceship we have, and they they chose this life path uh, at like a tumultuous time in their life when like maybe they didn't have it together. Well, like they their chose... idea was yeah, in order to gain control of their lives, they thought they would become a life coach. Like that was their solution oh, to all of their that's problems. Like all life coaches. That's like how it starts. Yeah. That's like, weird. That's how it starts. They're not. It's not somebody who's like, I have my shit together. I can help other people. They're like, I am fucked. I need to help others. I don't get it. What do you mean? No, I don't know I, how it I happens. Think it's like you know, unemployed. No, you know, you're just wandering through life. Don't really have a goal, and then you're like, you know, I think I'm going to tell everybody else what to do. <laughs> I kind of get it though. Like, I mean. It probably, I don't know. It, feels, it probably feels like control. How do you it probably go feels from... like you're fixing everything in your life. How do you go from, like, making the joke about being like, I should be a life coach while you're, like, drink, doing shots of tequila on spring break? Like, presumably that's the joke. How do you go from that to, like, actually, you know... Just delusional. Like, filing the paperwork for your company where you're a life coach oh. or whatever. Like, how do, do you think you, they're filing paper? No, well, I'm just, you know, being facetious. Well, yeah, I mean, and then, like, you know, routine Google search of, like, inspirational quotes. Mm. Oh, fuck. I just start putting those on IG and, you know, a picture of a sun poking over a mountain. Yeah. We, we just uh, touched on this topic last episode about inspiration. I don't know, man. I think we can all agree. Oh, I I wasn't going to, that was it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like it's pretty like, it's way easier to live someone else's life, right? Like, if we all just listened to advice around us, we would be a lot better off, I think. Right. So, like, having a life coach isn't actually that bad of an idea, but I just think what Not kind of... Not if it's Mo, my college roommate, who threw up on my door one time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I basically have a life coach. Ugh. I, let's, no, don't. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I do. Episode. I'm the closest person. Not every. I'm the closest person you know to somebody who has a life coach, probably mm-hmm. right? Because I have a sponsor, right? Yeah. My and for through and not just that, right, but, but like sponsor is different than a life coach. Is is it? <laughs> well, what does a life coach do? Yeah, that's a good question. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've never so you've never researched it. You just don't like the idea of a life coach. 
I don't like the idea of a 25-year-old telling anybody what they should be doing. Yeah, I guess that's fair enough. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel mean, like... and, I, and I say this, you know, I, I mean, I think it's hard because, you know, in whatever present, you know, present time you're occupying, we all think we understand things and have it together. And then you fast forward five years and you look at the person you were and you're like, no. Yeah. You know. That's, that's, and, pretty, that's pretty factual. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, with some, you know, retroflection, just looking at that, uh, I have to think, God, I mean, I'm not qualified to be a life coach of anybody. I can now, confirm you, if, that information. <laughs> <laughs> if you were asking me, you know, in in area of expertise that I had professionally or something, sure, you know, I can give counsel or advice or thoughts. Or, what do you, you think know, you would be the best at life coaching at? Oh, good question. For me, I'm sure it would have to, you know, probably something to do with my profession, you know. So if somebody was looking for counsel on, you know, independent filmmaking or editing or, you know, something like that would probably be where I would be the most, you know, useful casting couches um, so that's what i got from this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mark wishes he had a casting coach i know you taught me how to write casting love seat mark taught me how to write the casting ottoman the casting love seat yeah the casting couch is definitely the love seat uh oh all um, right i'm so sorry okay no you can keep going <laughs> no i think we're good i okay. think mark, <laughs> mark taught me how to write uh how to write scripts that was good taught, life coach yeah he life coached the shit out of me on that one damn we yeah. got a real yeah. life coach on here talking shit about life coach. but you're not you uh you're uh you're making a lot of good points but is it what about if it's an older life coach what about a 50 year old life coach yeah, that's more acceptable. Although, you know, I mean, again, it's, you know, I was talking to my dad about it the other day because he was explaining to me that you hit a certain age and for him, he acted like it was, you know, probably late 20s, early 30s or something where, you know, obviously he feels physically older now that he can't do the same things that he could do when he was younger, but he doesn't mentally feel that much different than he did when he was 30. Right. You know, that makes sense. Um, and so I think that's probably true for a lot of people, if not most. Um, mm-hmm. So even when you're 50, I don't know, it's just, I mean, f- f- I think 80-year-olds think 50-year-olds are pretty young. I'm yeah. Sure. And here's my thought on that, too. I think a 50-year-old, I think anyone who come, becomes a 50 or a, a life coach, but even if they are like 50 years old, I think they're going through the exact same thing that the 20-year-old is when they decide to become a life right. coach. They're like... They're like, uh, you know, I'm done being like an Avon or like an Arbon, like, you know, pyramid scheme person. Like, I'm looking for some other kind of hustle. Like, I'm looking for a more direct scheme. My kids are out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, more hands on so I get the money immediately and I don't have to recruit Yeah, people. it's like an empty nest, like, I'm bored and anxious kind of yeah. job. Yeah, like, I, I'm not down, like, I mean, like like I said, through, like, the program that I, that I work, we have, like, we help each other. Like, I have, like, a... I have people that I talk to every day about our stuff, but it's like when we're when, when it's and even with my sponsor when we talk, it's not like he doesn't tell me what to do. Like it's not like an advice thing. It's more like just talking to each other and and feeding off each other's experiences. Guidance. I think that's helpful. I think it's helpful to talk to somebody else about your personal experience and and see what they see what's worked for them in a similar topic that you're talking about. Be like, oh, I did this. And it worked for me, and then that person just dis- makes <gasps> their own decision based on that, right? Like that makes oh. that makes sense to me, right? But I, like that's 
a therapist. Yeah, I guess that is a th- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? A, a life, I'm looking up. A, a life coach is like, I just got divorced. I bought a Honda Shadow. Now I'm just gonna tell everybody everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a nightmare. Like I don't know why. I don't know why you are hire. Why somebody would hire someone to be like, hey, tell me what to do with my life. Like that's. You got to be pretty desperate at that point, right? To just be like, just tell, like I don't know. I I, yeah. I want to I want to uh, let you guys know I'm looking up life coach stuff now, and there's a website you can just take an eight month class online. Yeah, do you and have to get, be... become an accredited life coach? Yeah, okay. Do you have to be okay? That's my next question. That's do you have brilliant. Do you have to have documentation or whatever, or can anyone just do it? I think anyone like... can just do it. But this this really help it. Like, there's a nutrition training section of the life coaching. I want to become a life coach. Oh, let's set me on the path to become. It says a life six coach. months on yeah. the website, but eight months in. I can Google. be a do it. I can be a fucking life coach. I'll tell people what to do. <laughs> Goddamn rights. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. This Man. is like this is like um dental uh practitioner like a dental assistant like kind of <laughs> like kind of gig like like it's like step step one, you need to always dress like you're about to go to a white party. Mm, yes. <laughs> what do you mean like one of those what like one of those like all white parties? Like like those like dinner en blanc? Yeah. Those oh. like little loose khaki pants. Yeah, like flowy oh. white button up. Yeah, like linens. Like you're wearing yeah, white linens. And like a puka shell necklace. Oh and, yeah. Totally. So the first thing you're going to want to do, I think, is probably just let me fuck your wife. Uh, <laughs> first and foremost, that's going to relieve a lot of the yeah. stresses, I first think. First thing, pelvic. <laughs> Old Gary's going to fuck your wife tonight. Yeah, welcome to Nexium. We're going to do a pelvic example. Old Gary's got himself a, got himself a life coach. He's going to turn it around. <laughs> Whoa. This, I'm looking at a local one because I seem to be like a bunch of fruity. Like, yeah, local. I want to know, like, what do you mean fruity? You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, like here, for example, image consulting, like they're going to um, help you uh, discover your wardrobe style as part of your like life overhaul. That's like a stylist. That's a stylist. But I mean, life they're, coaching, they're body. And oh, and anything. Movement? I love the way you said that. Are you <laughs> they're everything and anything, I'll tell you. Also, <laughs> I'd like to add. Oh, there's yeah. for sure some crystals in this. Mix. There's, there's oh, sort of some like, what? Uh, Sort of like being the money tree caterpillar. Oh my god, you fucking love the money tree caterpillar so much. <laughs> you want a you want a new pair of Reeboks? <laughs> I, I can help you. Rice. <laughs> Whoa! You're gonna have to fuck my caterpillar mouth. But first, I'm gonna fuck your wife. <laughs> Oh my god! This one life coach is practicing out of his like one bedroom apartment. It's like a janky. Oh my god! Like, is, is there a picture of yeah, him? Yeah, no, no. There's just a picture of his apartment building. Like, come to my apartment. I'm, I'll be your life coach. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Fuck. It's like a gnarly apartment. Hey, listen. If you can afford to have a one bedroom apartment, you're already ahead of the game. Yeah, he's kind of nailing from it. a lot of people. Does he own or rent? That's what I. That's my first. That's my first question. <laughs> Man, do you imagine how annoying it would be to be a life coach? Like. Like people mean? suck. People just fuck up all the time. Like there's no like the frustration I can imagine. Like okay, think about the kind of person who hires a life coach. Mm-hmm. You think that person has has their shit together in any way? Yeah, they're just calling. They're like, "Well, I did it. I ate bees again." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they want. Maybe be, the, the mere fact that they want to. Damn it! Damn it, Gary. True, true story. I grew up with a kid, and on on the bus, he, he was in high school. You could pay him a dollar, and he would either eat like a bee or eat gravel. Sometimes a dollar—that's big money now. Like back I know. then, 
How old do you think Mark is? He's younger than he's like your age. Yeah, back that's what I'm saying. Back then, like that's big money. You get it was. It was B, it was B money. <laughs> trying to get that B money. <laughs> trying to get that B money. Trying to see how many B's Alex will eat. Yeah, back then you do like, a lot, dude. Imagine like I, I mean, Mark and I. One of our traditions, when I, like talk about like needing a life coach. Like one of our traditions is when I arrive in Los Angeles, the first thing that we do is drive to Taco Bell and buy like forty dollars worth of Taco Bell and then <laughs> of eat course, it between the two of us. Of course you do. <laughs> but, we don't. Like, we don't have one. Yeah, but I mean. That's, for miles, that's that's a really. It's not good. It's bad. It's no, like it's, great. <laughs> it's so. Cr- Do you remember that time Uber Eats delivered us that bag of McDonald's? Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> it's like the lady dropped off these bags of McDonald's, and she was like, "There's there's a lot of food here. I've never seen anyone order this much." And I was like, "I was like, How that's weird. your family." Yeah, and I was like, "That's weird. We didn't order that much." They brought it inside, and it was like. It was like at least fifteen oh, yeah, McDoubles. Why? Like, like Did it was, you mean they just, to do that? No, they fucked our or they gave us someone else's order, and it was like a, nice. it was a giant bag with handles full of McChickens, <laughs> and then forty two nuggets. I remember specifically, there was like twelve large fries. Like it was crazy. Did you turn it away? No, <laughs> we put it all on the counter and took pictures of it, and then we ate it for three days while we drank. <laughs> Wait, so you paid like you paid uh, your the. You paid your bill. Yeah, it's Uber Eats. So but we didn't. You got, like, we got that order. The lady was like, "Here you go." Like the lady fucked up, and we were just like, "We have enough McDonald's to like." There were milkshakes. Oh, it, you're still feeling the effects of that to this probably, day. Probably, yeah. Sure. Uh, I, yeah, that stuff's still in you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. That, that, it's yeah, it was wild. Anyway, maybe we could have used a life coach. You know, I yeah. don't know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, or just like a mom. Yeah, yeah. or like just no. someone like around. Stability. Someone Somebody else that was like some, Jesus. Nah. I don't think you guys should do that. Well, we had Blinder, and even he was, like, just over there drinking his smoothie, being like, yeah. He's like, I don't know what you guys are doing. Anyway, like, <laughs> he's another guy that was there all the time. Yeah. He's much healthier than us. So, no, it wouldn't have mattered. Anyway, life coaches. I I was going to kind of fight you on this, but I think what I'm talking about is a different thing. So, yeah, fuck life coaches. I agree. It's lame. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have any more notes on this. Um, not that we use notes here. This is all very organic. Uh, I don't know, man. If somebody like I take, I take advice from people now. Like, like I'll listen to pe- other people who are sure in my well, program I think you and stuff. Do that. God, man. Like if I if I just listened to advice earlier in my life, fuck. I can't imagine. Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? What is that sound? Do you think it's not coming from from us? I don't know. Can you hear that, Mark? Uh, it's my life coach. Shut the fuck up. It's just the the wind. <laughs> my life coach told me to talk about how much I hate him. <laughs> it's the only way he can come. Yeah. All right. You see, Trevor. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we move on? Yes. Do you want to go, Chelsea? Uh, okay. Yes, I am going to do this. This is one. This was a, a last minute decision. I like this one. The word using the word member. For dick, like for dick, the like, word member, like for your penis, yeah, for anyone else's penis, too. Member, yeah, just to refer, use, oh, yeah, it's gross. Member, yeah, it's gross. my swollen, you yeah. okay, uh, yeah, I hate it. it. You I know what? Like it, it. It's, mo- it's, it's more common in sex stories than in day to day life. But like, could you imagine something? Is like, it, yeah, yeah, member is like one of the euphemisms that they use, like that it's kind of in the rotation. In what? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's in like sexy 50 stories, shades like, er- of gray. Yeah, erotic 
fiction and stuff. Are you reading a lot of erotic? No, but I used to. um, I used to read man on man, uh, straight men having sex fiction. You did. Yeah. We talked about this, right? No, we oh. certainly have not talked about oh, okay. this. Okay, <laughs> well, I used to, I used to watch, Go on. It. I used to read it a lot. Go on. I used to read. Well, it was, it was like dudes, like uh, oh, this is very timely, actually. I, my, I got into this because of my love of NSYNC and people, and then I, I stumbled upon Kay. forums. We do know about you writing your NSYNC. Uh, I stumbled upon forums with the fiction. Yes. And I, uh, I. There was a, a large subsection of them because Wade Robson, who is currently in the Leaving Neverland documentary, is someone who was <coughs> molested by Michael Jackson. Right, who, yeah. Was in a lot of these fictions. Really? Fucking Justin Timberlake. He was always fucking Justin Timberlake in all of these, this is crazy. All of these stories. Yeah. This, so this guy is like not just from this movie. He's also from this weird... Well, I'm he's, having he's, trouble He's NSYNC's choreo- choreographer. Oh, okay. So at the time, all these super fans knew of him. And we're like felt very like proprietary, but so Wade Robson, Michael Jackson fucked Insync's choreographer. Yes, yes, when he was like eight years old. Good for him. Yeah, oh. I mean he <laughs> became the choreographer <laughs> after it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I almost was like, oh, nice, good work, Mike. No, and then not, it's like, oh, when he's eight, oh, that's less cool. Yeah. Okay. Or something. I haven't watched it yet, but I know that it's like Wade is one of the guys who's like confessing all the. Things and so he also uh, he used to write. Or like no, he didn't write them, but he was always in them. He was oh, always other featured. people wrote about him. Absolutely. Okay, this is a lot, to, and they said member a lot. Member. Oh, it's okay. Of, me- I, pe- I feel like I can picture you can't it now. Say penis and dick every time. You have to use other words to, in order to yeah, be flowery like, with your writing. Yeah, where do you go with that? Right, member. like yeah, member and is not, other words. How do you even end up with member though? Where does that even? That's probably some like 1950s like. Yeah, I've shit. heard people use that terminology before. I mean, not in casual conversation. Yeah, so then I took out my member. (laughs) And then I was thrown out of the mall. Um, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. there's a rap group called Swollen Members. Yes. I don't really have anything else to add to that. I just wanted to... You guys know what I'm talking about. Like, the terms... The terms used in, like... Like, like they'll say womanhood (laughs) instead of pussy. What? I, I I thrust my my my, my member into her woman yeah, into my woman into her womanhood and like pork sword have you ever heard of pork sword? <laughs> no I've never heard fucking where are you getting these from pork sword I know okay oh I'll very quickly I'll make this quick no do I, them all I'll take no, your time I, I'll right? make this super quick it's just a story so the, my first two exposures to pornography were when I was like I was younger I was in middle school I guess and one of them the very first one was these. My, you could watch what people were watching in the family room on all the TVs in, the, in my oh, house. Oh, I love where this is going. So my dad was in the family room, and me and my friend were in the basement on a sleepover. <gasps> and we were like, let's see what, what they're watching upstairs. No. He was channel surfing, and we thought it was cool. We could just watch what he was channel surfing. And then he skipped past like a porn thing. Rocked. He was circled back to the oh, porn. Oh, no, you're dead. And this, no, no, this was the fucking footage. It was these two busty hot women making out. Okay. Okay, so far so good. I'm like, whoa, what is this shit? And then they get out a cob of corn and put it between their two mouths and are making out around the cob of corn. <laughs> but not like not like lengthwise, not like not like end to end like yeah, a yeah. dick. It was it was like it was like horizontal yeah, yeah, between yeah. their That's lips. That's how I pictured it. They're making I mean, it around it. And they were doing this so that they could... This is heat. like Lady and the Tramp in the Brown yes. or something. Yes. They were doing it so that they could heat up the pop, the, the corn and pop it and make popcorn. So, what? like, suddenly the, the passion of their kissing, like, heated up the pop, the corn. And it's all popping popcorn everywhere. What? Was it a cartoon? No, it was real. 
Did so you that dream was, this? Nope. It feels like you dreamed this. That was the first porn I ever saw. And then the second... Interesting. And then later on in life, the other exposure I had to porn was I found my friend's Hustler. Nice. And all the writing in there is like, it's like a lot of par- pork sword. It's very like triple A corn, corn fed beef flaps, like stuff like yeah, that. Ew, okay, yeah. Okay. So gross. like a lot of like hustlery stuff. Meat curtains. There was this one, <laughs> there's this one pictorial that was this, yeah. this woman in the UN, like she had her office in the UN and this man was in there and in the, like the quote inlaid into the picture said, um, your cock is filthy clucked Wanda. Wash your dick in my girl grease. I took an antibiotic this morning. Ew, what the fuck? That's crazy. I love that you in remember big that. Fun, I'll never forget it. <laughs> it's part of me. You oh never my forget. You don't forget your first. <laughs> that's fucking dude. I'll say that shit on my deathbed. Like that's oh, that's on my that, bones. Can it say that on your on your tombstone? Wash <laughs> you your get dick that, in my girl. You should get that tattooed on your lower back. They the first time I ever saw porn, it was uh, at the playground of my elementary school, and someone had ripped up a porno mag, uh, like a play. Oh, that's a Playboy. so quaint, old timey. Yeah, and I have found Playboy Playboy pages in the woods too, like Sick. legit. That was a thing. But my friend's dad... Their, eye, their eyes burned out with cigarettes. We discovered <laughs> yeah. uh, my friend's dad's VHS mm. pornography collection when we were like, I don't know, 14. Four. Yeah, when oh, we were, when we were eight. Uh, my friend's dad was Michael Jackson. No, <laughs> yeah, we, we were at Neverland. Yeah, we were, we were at this ranch called Neverland. No, uh, we... Yeah, and then he he would... Uh, his our, My friend would like lend us out the tapes... Like nice. he was like in charge of the tapes, and you could you, you could be like, yo, let me borrow a tape, and then nice. we would borrow tapes and shit. And uh, you never got found out. I don't know, man. I'm not really sure if you ever got. I mean, how do you bust your kid, right? Well, like, what, like, if you're the dads, did your parents ever find out? Oh, did my parents ever catch me? Or no. anybody? Like, no, no one was wiser. I don't think so. Not that I know of. But like, yeah. how do you, that is a good point though. How do you bust your kid like getting what into if, your porn you, stuff? And also, like, what if you left it in your VCR at home or something? Yeah, there's got to be, there's like, I mean, even kind of recently we had, uh, not really porn, but uh, same guy whose dad had the porn collection. We were at Thanksgiving dinner, a friend's Thanksgiving dinner. I hope I haven't told the story on the podcast before. Mm. Uh, we were at Thanksgiving dinner and there were about probably 10 of us, uh, just like right. a, fr- a friend's giving situation. And we were all trying to watch this UFC fight. And so we were taking turns, plugging our phone into the TV mm. and like trying to stream it because we kept losing the stream. And Buddy's like, oh, I got one, I got one, I got one. And he plugs his phone in, but his is like mirroring the TV. Yeah. So his whole phone goes to the TV. He loses the stream immediately. And then, so that sucks. And then, and then his girlfriend, uh, who is also like one of my oh, closest friends, yay. they were in the middle of sexy texting and she texted him, I want to be naked now with a... <laughs> With like Aww. a, with like a sideways like emoji like but like the old school kind you know, nice. and he just like it went up on the TV and everyone in the room was staring at it and it just said I want to be naked now. It could have been worse. No, but it was like the it fact could've... that it was like not worse kind of made it better. Do you know what I mean? Like it was so funny. Oh, you guys tamely. Yeah, sexy. yeah, yeah, right. And then he just like turned around and stared at us and just was like, "Well," and then it immediately turned into "I want to be naked now." I want to smooch. <laughs> I want to be naked now. Now, it was like, oh, old Gary's gonna get it again. Eh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. What about you, Mark? Where's the first time you saw a a hot, swollen member (laughs) in porn? In porn, in porn, in porn. God, I, you know, I don't, I don't have like some specific memory for the first time, probably 
you know, in middle school or something with buddies at an overnight house, like rent awesome. something on yeah. stars or Cinemax or, you know, Skinemax. Skinemax. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Man, we, yeah, That's we the did equivalent that. of Target. Don't ever. <laughs> we, we did. We, uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, we did that too. When we were like, uh, somebody had a porno, it was called the wizard, but it was because it was taped over that video game movie called the wizard where the kid got the power glove, you know? And it was, yeah. it was like some, and I still get, I still remember the music from it. And so we all got together and we all watched it and we were all like 16 and we were like, Oh, we're all watching porn together. That was, <laughs> that was like the first time I ever saw porn in, in a, on like a, on a TV. In a group setting. In a group setting. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird thing to do. Can you imagine that? Oh, but. <laughs> Do you ever see you. Oma porn? Like there was this one porn that had like Oma in the title, and it was like a granny. No, it was like Oma's day out or something. No, why would uh, I have seen I'm that? Do you know how many porns up. have been made? Like there's no way I saw a specific. You know why porn. I'm like that? Because I've only seen like twelve porns, and so I'm like, have you guys seen the one? <laughs> well, because the internet happened, and it's yeah, like it now pornography oh, forever. Yeah, it's crazy. Now it's just like anyone who pays for porn. What are you out of your mind? I'm not a big. I, have you ever paid for porn? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess back in the day, maybe. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Mark? You pl- you've paid for porn, I guess. Ah, uh, this wasn't there that exciting, sorry. <laughs> this, this is, I, I don't remember. I mean, I remember, like, joke. Remember they used to have, like, the the sex lines be like 1-800-WET. Oh, yeah. Or, oh. You know? Yeah, I yes. got in. I was I a kid. I remember calling those yeah. as, like, of a course. joke. I called um, those, yeah. Oh. Of course. I think that was ninety nine percent of their bread and butter as kids being like. <laughs> I was I was like twelve and I called them uh, not as a joke and I got busted and I got in so much trouble. Oh, you uh, well, it's probably for the best. You didn't want to become that guy in your formative. No, years. I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't even remember. Like I, I couldn't tell you what was said or anything. I just what, remember. Were it you happening. getting it for free? No, I like no. I it, it, it would it Who's would go it would number? go straight or to your it would go straight to your landline. It was well, I was like twelve. There was no, no such thing as cell phone. You have to pay per minute. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just goes directly to your phone bill. <gasps> yeah, and my parents cool. bust me. And I was I was like a little kid. Like I was not even a teenager yet. I don't even yeah. remember. All I just remember it happening. Anyway, this really. I went. paid for porn in college. You oh, that's I ridiculous. paid for porn in college, and my f- my parents for some reason saw my cell phone or my my credit card bill, and they were like, "What is this charge?" And I was like, "It was I was buying something for my boyfriend." Yeah, yeah, you kind of were like, a little bit. Eh? Well, no, it wasn't for him because well, he was just, he would not have enjoyed the genre. No, <laughs> well, yeah, what well, you were watching, man on man. I was man different. on man because that's really hard to get to get like quality like. St- were you like straight. into it, or did yes. you just want to see it? You're into it. I was into the straight dudes. That's interesting. I got into it from the fucking fan fiction, man. But it, it it was it was cheap. It was like if you pay this much for one month, you get to download as much as you want. So I just downloaded the entire catalog over the span of a month, and then I was like, "Bye." You still have it? Yeah. What? <laughs> I have it hidden. So, I have it hidden somewhere on my computer for sure. Shut up. That's Let's pull awesome. it up right now. No, I'm good. <laughs> His name's Lucas. Oh, uh, it's under Lucas. No, no, like he, Lucas Films. Corbin, Corbin <laughs> Fisher was the name of the website. This Corbin, Corbin Fisher. Fisher. That's just some guy's website. Like, what do you mean? Corbin Fisher. Oh, and right on cue. Right hey, on cue. Steve. Steve McMath joining us. Hello, Steve. Um, We're just talking about anything? Chelsea's love for man-on-man pornography. <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally deep sighed and then went into his room. <laughs> That's great stuff. I don't know, man. I heard. Oh, uh, I don't have. I'm pers- first of all. I'm very proud to say I've never nicknamed my genitals. Oh, they've never had it. Uh, I think that shit. I've, I, from day one, I've been like, no. Mark, can you say the same? 
Yeah, I've never done that. I think it's a certain. I think it's a certain person who does. There's no way he's gonna say if he did. <laughs> yeah, I call it. Uh, it's name's Curious George. Yeah, it's name, mine's name is. Mine's old Gary. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Is it my turn now? Yeah. Okay. Um, Canadian stereotypes. Stereotypes about Canadians. You hate. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, they're just. And it's not because I'm offended by them. They're just boring. They're just like eye rolly. Yeah. They're just. I don't know. They're just played out. But is it perhaps because we, as a nation, are boring? Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Okay, I'll let you continue. Sure. No. No. I'm just agreeing. <laughs> I'm just agreeing aggressively. I, that wasn't one of my points. You're just not wrong. Um, like Tim Horton sucks. Shit. It's the worst crap in the world. Um, I find hockey as a whole to be obnoxious. Boston pizza. Boston pizza is trash. It's very, very trash. It's very, very bad. Uh, it is the worst is it shit. Canadian? Yes. What? It's from. It started in Edmonton. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if they called it Edmonton pizza, no one would eat it because it would have knives all over it and fucking it would be rotten <laughs> and gross. Uh, yeah. Boston pizza is trash. Um, like ho- hockey is like I, I don't know. I can watch it when it's playoffs. Mark and I have had some fun experiences watching uh, playoff hockey because I try to make him watch it every time I get down there. I don't like it as much as I used to, Mark. I can't pro sports in general. I'm a little bit off on now. It's kinda, yeah. it's kind of weird. Um, poutine overrated. Whoa. I think well, poutine I like is poutine. overrated. I don't know about that. Uh, we do say sorry a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but so do a lot of people. Um, what else? Um, fuck, man. Maybe I just hate Canada. I don't know. I've never seen a beaver ever in my life. Not even in a zoo. I've never seen a beaver. Steve, you ever seen a beaver? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. You've seen a beaver? Where'd you see a beaver? Hundreds. Hundreds of beavers. No, we're not talking about vaginas. We're not talking about... Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See? Right? He, he's never seen a beaver. You ever, you've seen one? He has. You saw a live beaver? Yeah. When I was tree planting in Ontario. You tree planted? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's for another time. Uh, <laughs> the middle of our country uh, is just as shitty as the middle of Mark's country. Oh, I think it might be worse. It's bad, man. It's racist and shitty and like... Ours might be worse. It's pretty... Oh, the fewer worse people, the middle of, um, fewer worse people, the middle of America? Fewer people, there's like, I mean, at least like... In the middle of America, they'll be like, we have a CC's all-you-can-eat pizza. And, like, you're like, okay. Like, in Brandon, Manitoba, they're like, good luck. Like, we have brown land for you. We have nothing but <laughs> just mud. We have a mud. They have wheat. The wheat kings, man. Brandon. They have, I don't know. I've never been there. I don't know, man. I just, I think that there's such a trope about Canada that's just, like, as soon I definitely as... agree that, like, those jokes, I mean, yeah, Canada jokes is pretty... 1997. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of what I'm getting at. But like all of the things that people think about us, I just all the things they think we love. I just I don't know. I don't love any of them. I don't love any of those things. Um, Poutine is genetically like it's it's like predisposed to like being a great food. It's fine. It's just all those elements. Yeah, how could you? It's chemically designed to to entice. Can you get it there? Yeah, I mean, it's become a pretty popular like. Pub food in sort of like the higher end gastro pubs. Oh. You, get like some, you know, oh, fancy Canada fries, man. gravy, cheese curds. What's the general consensus of like, like, I mean, do you guys? I feel like what the vibe I get whenever I'm in America is that people they just don't think about us one way or another. It's not like I think that's probably fairly true, except for you know, like people in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, because we 
take trips to Canada quite a bit to BC and stuff. Yeah. You know, that's true. For Whistler, you know. Nice. Good job, Noah. San Juan's. Go start to get up there, get up to Victoria, your neck of the woods. Mm hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you def- you guys definitely, uh, like, we are more inundated with your culture and with your politics than you are with ours. Like, we're very. That's definitely true. Like, yeah, sure. but that's a lot more exciting. Except for maybe, I mean, right now we have a little something going on, but it's. I mean, yeah, we have, we have the Trudeau thing with the the Trudeau with him lying about uh trying to push that push push his cabinet member or whatever into creating jobs. See, we don't even know. Through, <laughs> We're uh, like, yeah, yeah, did that, a, uh, yeah, yeah, sound jobs dumb. yeah, cut this out. I hate a, it. Could have been jobs. Country. Could have been oncoming traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I guess he protected some totally super corrupt. Um, yeah. Construction yeah, that's, company. That's been on the news down here. Yeah, but it's like that's fucking yeah. Tuesday for your guy. Like that's oh, nothing. Yeah, that's like he, Tuesday at eight a.m. Yeah, like he cracks his yeah. knuckles and that's already happened twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just a piece of shit. So it's like we they're all up in arms here, but it's like could yeah, be a lot my, worse. Yeah, you know tr- Trump. I don't know if it was today or yesterday going after Biden for having some slip up in language i'm like motherfucker you, you called tim cook tim apple last week <laughs> <laughs> he, quoted, he did that to save time he quoted yeah, <laughs> save time use better words he, yeah. he quoted the fucking uh, uh a thing about jay leno hasn't been on the air for like 10 years <laughs> like longer he's just i mean yeah he's crazy look, so i guess sorry. i mean you, yeah that's nice eh? i mean you guys you guys have a lot of uh, stereotypes about you as well that I've found to be the people I know down there are not gun toting well, racist that's idiots. The middle of the country. Yeah, that's a, mostly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I know a lot of those people. Good times. Sure. That's yeah. the whole middle of the they're country real. here too. It's brutal. Yeah, they're it's all it's all whatever. Like Victoria, Vancouver and then what? There's like pretty much nothing until you get to to get to Calgary, and even There's that is Revelstoke. Like, Revelstoke, yeah. yeah. Someone Maybe. asked me how big my spacers are in Revelstoke. <laughs> oh, like your ear spacers? How big are Chelsea has ear spacers. That's I almost lost mine see. one time. It was fucking sad, but I did it. <laughs> All right, welcome to Revelstoke. <laughs> hey, what's up? That's what they said to you. They almost yeah. lost one. They, they I said they lost told. One. Hold on, they told you they almost lost an earring. Did. Yeah, but they didn't. <laughs> But then they that didn't. was the most interesting thing they could drum up. That's anyway. Thanks. See you later, eh? Fuck. <laughs> be, be careful. There's a moose on the loose around here, eh, buds? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, this is a boring topic. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, we got into some. This is good. Uh, are you Are you done? Yeah, I got okay. nothing else on it. Mark, do you have anything you'd like to add to that? No, I'm good on that. All right. Okay. We'll be doing some editing in Oops. this part. I have Corbin Fisher still pulled up on my Google. Okay, back to my notes. Because is it back to our guest now? Uh, yeah, man. Okay. It is back to our guest. Back to Mark with his right. second topic. My second one is when somebody texts you a question mark. So, like, if you get a text and you don't immediately respond and then five minutes later they send you the just one question mark. Right. Uh, that, for me, is like nails on a chalkboard. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's... and I feel like it's, you know, it's a bigger, you know, topic of conversation, just sort of indicative of, you know, the negative side of having a cell phone and being accessible you know, 24 seven is that people believe that they're entitled to an immediate response. Mm-hmm. It drives me insane. Yep. Totally. And I interpret a question mark to me is basically the same thing as typing. Hey, what the fuck? 
<laughs> that's how I, that's how I read it. I have had I I I will counter with uh, I've received the question mark text like the next day, and then yeah. been like, oh shit, I forgot to reply to that person, and then been like, sorry, and then responded. So sure. like sometimes, but I wonder if Mark would be fine with the same concept, but without just the shitty like the passive aggressive question mark. I don't know why you ask him. You're being passive aggressive yeah, by asking. I, him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fair enough. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever it was you were wanting to know. Well, I think that was that was in my that was me indirectly asking you if that was the case. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just fucking with you. Sorry, guys. I'm just kidding around. It's, uh, okay. it's not Women's Day anymore. Yeah, it's not your day anymore, Charles. Let it go. So sorry. Uh, let me frame it again. It is a question. <laughs> what? Um, uh, would you be fine with it if they in, like they were like if they messaged you something else other than a question mark with the same effect? Yes. Okay. So if they the just restated mark. whatever it, you know piece of information they wanted to know. Yeah, because the question uh, mark is a bit rude as well. On top. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's I, I take it as it's insulting. Yeah. For some reason. Fair enough. Do and you, I just there's so many things I could be doing. You know, whether you're at work or maybe you're in a movie or you're out getting dinner or lunch. Yes. Or, you know, it's just like there's eight million things a person could be doing. But part of it is just the culture where, I don't know, I mean, you know, for as great as having that accessibility is, you know, if you're in an accident or something terrible is happening and you get a hold of somebody in an emergency, you know, yeah, I'm so glad that we have them. But there's something I just hate about this idea that you are accessible all the time and people think they're, you know, entitled to a response. Then. I've had to like, like, I, I don't know, I feel like I've done some work around this with myself. I, to be more patient, like if somebody doesn't re- respond to me right away, it's like it's important to remember that people have lives or sometimes maybe someone just doesn't want to respond right away and that's totally okay. Like, you know, like I don't have to take that personally. Like I don't know, it doesn't – Right. There's lots of times where I'll see a message and then I'm doing three or four things and it's like I can't message right back right away. Like you don't have to message back right away. We just have to remember that we don't have to message back right away. It's not going to – and if it ruins someone's day, that person – had some other issues, you know what I mean? Like right. it's not. Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I'm. I'm fully with you on this. I, uh, I don't think that people should demand a response right away at all. And the question mark is just rude too. To just yeah. send a question mark. Would you rather I called you? Usually, yeah. But then, but but what if you are in the movie or all the other things that the reason why you? Well, then you just wouldn't respond answer. to the first text. You just wouldn't answer that. Okay. Like, is, I feel like it's more acceptable for somebody to uh, not, like, if somebody didn't pick up your phone call when you called them, you'd be like, right. okay. But if they didn't respond to your text, then people get real mad if you don't respond to their text right away. And, yeah, and we've had someone else talk. I think we've also talked about when people send lots of text messages that could be in one. Right. That's also a thing, too. And also, I've seen Mark, I've seen Mark at work as well, and, like, you're one of the more like hardest working people I've ever seen. And it's like the stress levels are like, I don't even like when I'm, if I'm staying at Mark's house, Chelsea for mm-hmm. like a couple weeks or something like that, I usually just won't even talk to him while mm-hmm. he's working. It's just better to just not talk to him. So like mm-hmm. I'm picturing during, during the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. During the day. Like, while well, he's working, not yeah. at night, obviously. Uh, but like, not so like, talk to me. Don't fucking talk to me. Sorry, old Gary. I'll show himself his way out, eh? Fuck. Mark's just like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yeah. The Belfry. This <laughs> <laughs> is at you. <laughs> no, it's like, but but I could see the rage happening if somebody was like impatiently texting you back. It would be like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not know what I'm doing right now? And I get that too. 
Because I, I, I mean, you know, my stuff isn't as high stakes as yours. It's like a bunch of trivia nights and comedy shows that I'm running. But like, it's, it's, it's similar though. When you're doing ten things and then somebody's just like on you, like, like you're running like a show and you're trying to get set up for it, and like you have comics messaging you saying that they're not gonna make it or blah blah blah, and you're just trying to do ten things and then you have like some person being like, "Where's the show?" And you're like, oh, my God, just fucking Google it. Like, where? Or like, what time does it start? How much is it? And it's like, dude, just go to, like, just look at the page. Like, you don't need to ask the person putting on the show probably has more to do than that. And then the other problem with that is when you work for yourself and you work from home, there's no, there's no, it's hard to have boundaries. Like, it's hard to have. For sure. You're just always working. So there's no, like. Yeah, that's the worst part. Yeah, people emailing you on Sunday morning and you're like, dude, I need – like I need – you don't think that – I don't know, man. I I really try hard to respect those boundaries and like try not to email and text people work stuff on uh, outside of business hours. I think it's really important. But that that all ties into that that automatic response. That goes both ways too where like I've tried to do a better job of, you know, keeping regular hours. That's been a big thing in the last year that I – you know, because – you know, I felt like I was a doctor. I was, t- you know, taking phone calls at 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, and then you're just, you're never off. So you never actually feel, you don't have any decompression time. You don't ever actually relax. Yeah. And then when you do relax, it's really hard to, to it's really hard to just do nothing. It's hard to not like you stop and then you're like, I'll just scroll my phone for like an hour or I'll just binge watch a television show like while looking at my phone. Like it's hard to just turn your head off and do nothing. It's really difficult. It's bad. And that all ties into the instant entitled to an answer situation. It's all in the same vein, I think. Totally. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm with you on the question mark. People, if someone's not answering your text right away, don't assume that they are ignoring you and like a villain they probably sitting are, in No, a, they in are a ignoring you because you're really, everything you think about yourself is true. That's not true <laughs> at all. Yeah, if you think that you're pushing people away, you probably are. You're kind of a piece of shit. I just like, don't want to talk to you. I like to think there's a little <laughs> there's a little truth. There's a little bit of <laughs> you're such a piece of shit. There's a I, I feel like there's a there's an in between usually on the what you think about yourself. There's like a you know there's an in between. For me, it's about uh, 80-20. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong though because you always come at me with these things that you think, and I'm like, no, that's incorrect. You're wrong. You're wrong about all. The time. I don't think you're a very insightful life coach. I think. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm certainly not your life coach. Mm. Clear, clearly, as I point around the room. What? I did just get peppermint oil up my nose, and it hurts really bad. <laughs> like really bad. It's burning real bad. Yeah. She's um, snorting peppermint oil again, even though I, I told her not headache. to. <laughs> that's, supposed to that. that's supposed to help? No, don't put it up your nose. You have to put it on the back of your neck or on your temples. And, and you instead snorted I, I, it. I, no, instead I, I picked my nose while I had it all over my hands. That's fucking dumb. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. And I feel immediately bad about this one. I already am apologizing for it, but I am going to bring it to the table. I love because it. Because I just want to, I think it might, it might be an interesting thing to bring up. Okay. Because and another thing is that <laughs> we know someone who is this now. You're already backpedaling. Yeah. So like when it, beca- when it has a human face is when you're like, oh, sometimes it's, you know. Wait, you know someone who does this on day to day? Just say what it is first so we can talk. Kilt guys. Kilt guys. 
and it's not David Dick, but you know, like the, like a guy who's like he's like, like making... bagpipe people. No, that's great. <laughs> See again. Welcome to the bagpipe people. Like, could you imagine if I was saying this about any other culture? If like they were like perf- if they were doing like a visible performance of their culture, and I was like, Kuch, like yeah, like a hijab, so perhaps. But, like, like, well, that's a religious thing, but I'm talking about like a cultural, like like a kilt is culturally significant. So like, there's people who are bagpiping and stuff, or like at a wedding. That's great. And I think I'm just talking about the kind of people who wear like a metal band hoodie with like a kilt because they're like raw and like they're like distantly Scottish or something. And they have like a pointy goatee every time. Every time. You are correct about yeah. that. Or, and like, and if they didn't have the hoodie on, there would be like those spider web tattoos on their elbows. Oh, that's a big one too. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so like, but they're a kilt guy because he's cool. I don't, I don't know what they're achieving. It's, a s- it's very like, I don't know. I'm almost scared that any day now it's going to turn into like a... Proud Boys, like it's just yeah. It's I think it's more in the just direction proud, of steampunk. There's like a steampunky kind of guy who comes into no, no comes that's into more the, quirky. This is this is less that. Uh, I think it's the same guy. There's a guy with the pointy goatee, okay, yeah. who comes into um, the cafe, and he has a pointy pointy um, goatee like we talked about, and he also has the tiny glasses that are like the bad guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like he wears those glasses that Amazing. only cover the eyeball, and he's a kilt guy, and he's scary as shit. The guy is terrifying. And then there was another guy who used to come into the pharmacy where I worked, who was a kilt guy, and he had his entire tongue pierced. And when I say that, I mean he had his tongue pierced so many times that it had a metal layer over it, like of balls. Oh fuck! Yeah, like he had like twenty tongue piercings, and like most of his tongue was like balls. Was he there for antibiotics? Yes. He of was. Of course he was. Sorry for yelling. But he was a kilt guy also. And then the other kilt guy that I've come into contact with, he used to come into the brewery, and he was a really, really annoying beer nerd. So the, these are the kilt. I know a couple Maybe other kilt more people. more diverse than I thought then, because I am just. But they all had pointy like... goatees. All three of them. Pointy goatees. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. This is an interesting. It, they are all the same, those people. They might do different things, but they're. The same guy with variations. They're all nerdy about the thing I, they're yeah, into. Yeah, and I guess that that is why I wanted to bring this up is because it's an interesting phenomenon. It's less that like it does. You don't like, see it often. It does. I I see it a fair bit. I, I like saw it a lot in my hometown. I see it a lot here in Victoria. There's a lot of people really? expressing themselves, and I feel bad for uh, attacking people for wanting to express themselves visibly. I saw a guy hiking in a kilt the other day. See. That was weird. He was like out in the woods kilt. by himself with his dog, just wearing a kilt. It's like I don't know. Calm. You need to I, I, I calm mean, down. Uh, maybe I'm wrong because like you got you're proud of your whatever. The, Think they're wearing underwear under those kilts? You're not supposed to. They're definitely not. They're very traditional dudes. These guys. I know a couple of people who do wear them to like. Uh, Occasions. I think I, that's, that's cool. Great. That's I great. That's, I think that's cool. You bring the knife, all this shit. But I'm French. I can't walk around with like a baguette and a beret all the time. Yes, you absolutely. Do you think I should start? Yeah. Uh, Bray Corps. It's my family in Corps. Yeah. No, that's, no, that's, that's right proud boyish. That's racist. Bread, bread Corps. I, Croissant Corps. I wonder if the kilt thing is a Canadian thing. Yeah, it is. What? It oh, is. This is interesting. No, this is quite a twist. Uh, I believe that it is. My family is like very Scottish as well. Looks Scottish and French. So the Scottish side is like my grandma played. Uh, bagpipes in the Second World War. Oh, which you know makes me cry. Oh, God. A bagpipe makes me cry. Every there's time. a photo of her 
drinking Coca-Cola out of a glass bottle under the Arc de Triomphe after France was liberated. Oh, cool. It wow. is actually very, very cool. It's a cool picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's actually very awesome. I think we should send it to Coke. So she's Scottish as hell. Trying to get some free Coke out of Grandma's ashes, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that was dark. Rickering uh, it out. Yeah, I don't know. Mark, you ever wear a kilt? Oh, yeah, every Sunday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, but oh, wait, so this is just, so you've never you don't see this in in your neck of the in the Pacific I mean, Northwest. I've of, seen it rarely a handful of times. You know, maybe over the last God knows how long, but not certainly not a regular thing or a regular sighting. I could see it being more popular in Seattle than Los Angeles. That's probably true. I also well, we I don't know have, why we have but, a lot of I mean I think Victoria is also very much like guys being like no one will beat me up if I do whatever I want so like they're all like doing no one's keeping them in check yeah yeah there's yeah, a lot of fair. dudes just like expressing themselves in this city which is great it's fine but then we also have a high, high Scottish population I think because we, we have the do. Highland Games we, oh yeah 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 we have the Highland the Highland Games is like Kilt Central is a big thing here for sure and it's I used a lot to, of dudes being like flogging Molly yeah I used to have to <laughs> okay they you're just throwing out the whatever Irish bands you can think of <laughs> but we're talking about Scottish with the kilts well Irish people wear kilts as well what yeah what they do for sure. The tartan stuff is also Irish, I think. Irish people wear kilts, right? Now I'm looking this up feverishly. Okay. Uh, I think of it as being Scottish, but I don't... Yeah, me too, but I'm pretty sure Irish people also wear... Also, like... Oh, there's two different kinds of kilts. Scottish kilts and Irish kilts. But how fucking much do they look alike, though? They are... They're both skirts for men. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. I, uh... (laughs) Yeah, man, the Highland Games is like prevalent in my family. I used to have to go watch my cousins do Highland dancing, and I gotta tell you, they just do the same move over and over again, and they hand out awards for it. And I would be like, everyone looked the same to me, like it didn't look any different. So what do I know? Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got on kilts. Do you have anything to add? I don't. All right. Well, I I didn't really come very strong on that one because I thought about it afterwards and was like. Who do you know that just wears a kilt around? I'm running into it all the time. All the time. You They're, told me you knew someone who wears a kilt. Yeah, your friend uh, Jimmy. Nah, he wears it for like weddings and stuff. Oh, that's great. I'm not talking about that kilt guy. I'm talking about recreational kilt. Yeah, no, we, we, yeah, we worked to through this. To be an individual. And again, I'm, I don't I'm know an ally rec- to men. I don't, I'm an <laughs> ally to men. If they want to wear a kilt, I shouldn't be this person. You know who wears kilts? rubs me the wrong way. Because I can tell they're doing it like defiantly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're wearing a kilt. <laughs> 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 Do you know you know what else also goes hand in hand with kilt wearing? I feel like people who fucking love dragons. Yes, I think it's about this a fifty-fifty split on dragons. This was dragons. a this was a, a previous topic, Mark. Chelsea, I got similar Chelsea, vibes from it? it. Chelsea hates dragons. Yeah, like dragon culture, <laughs> like pewter, like you know, like collectible dragons. Yeah, she's just not she's not into people who like, but you know, kilt, kilt people and like Renaissance fair people and steampunk and dragons are all in the same pile, in my opinion. Yeah, like they like Tool and like yes. massively multiplayer online games. Mastodon. Mastodon. Although Mastodon is a sweet band. Totally. I don't think Mastodon is what I'm thinking of. All right. Before we get into our... We have one more topic, right? I think that's it. Do we? Yeah, I think I have my last topic. Oh, okay. We better make this fast because uh, we're already at an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, Mark, you got somewhere to be? No. Just in front of a TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on a sec here. Let's see what my last topic is. Ah, yes. Uh, fucking board games. Okay. I don't board like, games. I don't like board games, man. 
You're kidding me. I don't fucking like them. I don't. I just rather. I. It, this is similar to the uh, the snowboard. My snowboarding theory. I just. What's I, your snowboarding theory. I, I get it, but it's just not for me. <laughs> like I get. Like, <laughs> you know, you hate snowboarding. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I'm very surprised about your stance on. I think that board games are kind of made for you. Did you Why? have a bad experience? Because you like fun. You like hanging out with your friends and shouting and like. Yeah, but I don't need a fucking game to tell me how to do it. I just want to do it. You know what I mean? Maybe it's because maybe it's because if I'm playing board games, I don't get to be the center of attention. Ooh, Ooh let's peel back a layer, hey? Maybe you're playing know. the wrong board. Games. Maybe I'm. Yeah, I'll fuck with Risk though. I'll play Risk. How about a little cranium? I fuck. So, that's the one I hate the most. I knew you were gonna say that's that. That's the one. That's the one that that I feel like I liked board games until goddamn Cranium came out because I like Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit is fun. Like I don't hate all board games. I think I just hate Cranium. Maybe nah, Chelsea always helps me get to the bottom of my <laughs> hatred. I guess I, I don't. I feel like I feel here. like board games come out where, where you're at a house. There's like a bunch of people sitting around. Maybe you've had dinner. Everyone's hanging out. You're chatting. It's a nice time. And then someone's like, let's play a game. And then you're like, cool, now we have to play the game. We were all just talking and having a conversation about stuff. And now we have to stop what we're doing and play this game. And I don't want to play the game. I'm not very competitive. I just don't care. I don't like it. I don't know. It's not, I, I'm just not a big board game person. I, hmm. You know? Man, I totally disagree with you. You like board games. I've never seen I you fucking like play it. a board game once in my life. Oh, God, man. I mean, I, I play chess. Okay, chess. Day. Chess is different. Chess is cool. I like chess a lot. You're a daily yeah. chess guy. That's very interesting. No, Mark is fucking like a like, like ranked world class player at chess. He's very good. Um, I tried to play yeah, him one time. It was not a good time. It wasn't fun. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend. I wouldn't recommend it. How do you? But I mean, I grew up on D and D and you know Hero Quest and um, I mean, I still in social settings like I think it's super fun. I think you have to find the right board games for the right groups. Cause some games are fun with certain people. And then there's, there's other people where it's not as fun. Yeah. It just plays to personalities. Yeah. Okay. You know? That's a fair point. I mean, I've tried, I tried playing D and D one time. I could see how it would be fun. Uh, I tried playing it and, uh, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I couldn't take it seriously. It was, I was playing with people who were taking it very seriously. Yeah, see, that's, I, I like something that both of you guys hate, which is board games and dragons. <laughs> you like dragons? You, you don't have collectible dragons kicking around. No, not right? collectible dragons, but dragons have, you know, happened to show up they, in D&D. Yeah, maybe you like the concept of dragons. That's cool, but like, yeah, that's oh. that's okay, I guess. Wait, how do I feel about this? Yeah, I feel like, I'm what okay. is this? What do you mean? You hate dragons. You, so no, much so I think I just hate like the motif of dragons, like yeah. dragon back tattoos, dragon yeah, hoodie, yeah, like yeah. dragon like print on a Randy River shirt, dragon, yeah. dragon statuary, dragon Yeah, well, dragon back tattoos. Yeah, Dude. just the motif in general is really upsetting. I've, Cranium is the most obnoxious game. What about Cards Against Humanity? Okay, this is on my list. I was going to get to this. Okay. Cards Against Humanity is fucking trash. Yeah, see, I... Uh, Cards Against Humanity is paint night mm-hmm. for people with yeah. no comedic creativity. Unfortunately. That, see, is, that is what Cards Against Humanity I, is. I sort of agree with you. I, I, it's amusing maybe the first time you play it ever. There is a new game. That we just got, we played it on Christmas. That is amazing. And so the premise of it, it, it's, I can't remember what it's called. It's called like pitch or something. But you're, one person plays like the executive at like a movie studio. Oh, that's fun already. And so the other people get cards and they have a subject on it with like a basic plot for a movie. 
you know, that you have to try to pitch to an executive. Oh, that's kind of fun. But then you can pause them at any time and you hand them a card that has some other thing in it that <laughs> they have to weave into the movie pitch. Oh, that's, really oh, that's great. Hilarious. That sounds like it's actually creative because you're getting to choose when you use the thing. Like, Cards Against exactly. Humanity, don't get me wrong. There's been scenarios in the last while where I've been forced to play it. And I, it, it gets a laugh. Like, I, I'll laugh doing it, but I'm just like, do we have to do this? Like, And, and I don't like how people automatically will just pick like kids with ass cancer and then they just pick it and you're like, it's not funny. It's just like shocking. Someone like, handed you that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. but, but if, but, but if I'm like, if you're fucking pitching a movie and somebody hands me a card and says kids and you have to weave that into the plot, that's fun. Cause now you're making me think that's like, I, I like that. I think that's a good time. I think it's yeah. fun. So yeah, I don't know. That sounds good. I think I would do that. Um, I don't know. Let's like get a bunch of people together and play fucking mouse trap. Yeah. Like that's nobody's like, hey, you guys want to you guys want to play mouse trap? Little dream phone. Play some Candyland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like fucking the game of life. Like, yeah, hell yeah, God, yeah. Like, I mean, all I'm with you. There are certain board games you could pay me to play, but uh, no, like I'm dead serious. I will play mouse trap. I'll fuck with mouse trap. I'll play that. Mm. Hey, do you guys think crib is a board game? It has a board. Yeah, that was the argument that I got too. I got in an argument with uh, my girlfriend about this. Not an argument, but like yeah, it's more cards. Count as a board game. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's a it card has game. Pegs that move around a board that you, you can't play without it. I think it's a card game. Though. I mean, it's a card game also. Because uh. you could just you could yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh. What about Jenga? Jenga. Uh, yeah, Jenga's a board game in a way. There's no board. No, I just mean do you like it? I like Jenga. Yeah. Big Jenga's fun. Uh. Big Jenga's fun. I like big Jenga. You can get some good games going with like the big, huge ones. Oh, yes, yes. Tall Tree. I spend a lot of time on acid playing playing big Jenga. That was fun. <laughs> that was good times. <laughs> R.I.P. Party Man. All right. Well, that's that's all I got on board games. Mark, you got anything to add about board games? I don't think so. I love them. Love. I love them. I love, I love board them. games. <laughs> so you wouldn't like like to go to the board game cafe in town? No. Five dollars to pay any, to play all the board games. No, I wouldn't. Hong, you get. I don't know. I, 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 I would go know. to play Risk. I love Risk. I really want to play Risk. Risk. risk is a great or game. Have you ever played Access and Allies? Yeah, it's it's too much. I just want to play Risk. Access and Allies is too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not, but I, I don't know. I've, I flipped. It's not Mousetrap. It's more complicated yeah. than Hey, yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to play uh, D&D tonight? Oh, I can't. It's my Mousetrap night. I'm, actually, I'm playing with the Trap League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I got. I can't. I got trapped tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. good time. Fucking, I got trapped tonight. That's yeah, great. I got trapped tonight. So oh, fuck. It's so tired, man. I got fucking mouse trap in an hour. <laughs> like a mouse trap beer league. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking yo, mouse trap beer league sounds fucking great. I'm into that. Sign me up. All right. Okay. Um, Should before, we run this down? Yeah, we gotta. This is it. But like, I do want to carry on the tradition of. Hey, Mark. What's the best pet name you've ever heard? I, I brought something why. for this too. Did you? Um, Do you have any notable? Mine got a little Chihuahua. He named it Miska Barkin. Miska Barkin. Yeah. Oh god. Miska Barton. Oh, like Misha Barton? You mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Misha Barkin. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Right. Sarah Jessica Barker. Yeah, it's not bad. Sarah Jessica Barker's good. I'll accept it. What about I? I had a. I, I think I'm. Did I already say this one or not? I have Avon Barksdale. 
That's a good one. Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, I like I that have, one. Um, I have this one. Chelsea uh, has a I giant didn't, list. I didn't, I didn't know that, that we were going to do she this. She just is, has an ongoing list. So I have list. this little, for our segment today, the dog name minute that we're doing right now. What? Yeah, the dog name dog minute. Dog name minute. Yeah. I've, 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 I joined a um, local... Vic- Victoria like Chihuahua club on Facebook. Chelsea so that, has a Chihuahua named. named yeah, and Nelly. I did it so that I could initiate like a hangout, like a dog hangout, because I'm a I'm a mother on Facebook. Apparently, I wanted her to hang out with other it. Chihuahuas, so I I was trying to organize that, and someone someone posted a picture of their significantly elderly Chihuahua named Toot. <laughs> pretty good. Imagine pretty like good. his fucked up like senior dog face. But his name. What it look like? Millie's face. His name's Toot. <laughs> That's pretty cute. I love Toot with everything in me. Do you know that the other people who own Chihuahuas are like usually like the equivalent of dudes who own pit bulls, but they're the girl side of it. We're kind of the same. We're all kind of the same ish person. Yeah. Like I would never guess that you would have a Chihuahua unless I. Oh really? I'm not. A sh- I don't strike you as one. No, not at all. Oh, I mean that as a compliment group. as well. That's, that's my, it's been my dream dog forever, man. I'm finally living it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I, I think it's, thank you. I think it's just through and through. Like I'm, I'm, I have it in my marrow and maybe that's why it's so seamless. Maybe. A dog's the greatest thing ever invented. Oh, are you, uh, are you ready to get a new one? Do you think? Is that a touchy uh, subject? Should we not I'm talk get, about I'm that? I'm getting close. I got a couple work stuff. I got to get through first where I just, before I get a new, uh, Mark, you know, a new dog. I got uh, Mark just lost his sweet baby boy. Oh, yeah, it's tough. He was so one of my sorry. favorite dogs I've ever met. What kind of dog? He was a half pitbull, half mastiff. Oh, he was enormous. Oh, I his, name bet. Was Her- his name was Hershey Sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> he was amazing. He really was amazing. Oh, he, was the, he was just the sweetest boy in the world. He sounds like a horse. Yeah. Yeah, he was about the size of one. Oh, like, he was a big dude. He would like literally just step onto the couch like he didn't even have to like didn't even know how old he was. Mark saved his life. Like yeah. you know how people say they get a rescue. Mark like rescued him within hours of like Yeah, he was about oh. two hours away from euthanasia. Oh. Yeah. And he had like cigarette burns on him and stuff. He's like uh. a whole ex fight dog, but he was the sweetest, nicest boy. That's always the way. Ugh, what, oh, what a God treat he was. Him. What a treat he yeah. was. Oh, you gave him a he good was life. a treat. Yeah, he got to live a really good life. He did a nice thing for There's the f- nothing better than dogs, you guys. I'm so glad we all agree. Yeah, we definitely all agree yeah. on that. Oh. There's something the, we all love. We can all we can all we can end the show today on something we all love. Um that's great. Mark, do you want to uh choose whose hate is most warranted here? Mm, yeah. We gotta pick a topic. Kilt of, guys or um the word member or for, me. for Chelsea or uh Board games, obviously not going with board games, mm. and uh, Canadian stereotypes, which mm. also I'm, I'm not going to win this week. Mm. Pretty weak all around. To tell you the truth. I will give you Canadian stereotypes. Nice. I don't find, I don't find those jokes funny at all. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. An ally to your brothers from the north and sisters. That's right. That's they right. They're tired. Yeah. They're tired as fuck. Yeah, great choice. Fuck. Mine would be, well, so then marks are in the fold for my choice. So there was the question mark one, and then there was... um, Mark, what was your other topic? Life coaches. Life coaches, yeah. life coaches. Oh, those are both really good. It's it's between those two for me. I'm going to... Well, I guess it doesn't matter because you win that point, but I'm going to say... You still got to say. It's not really about the points. I'm going to go with life coach, I think. Life coaching is really agree. It's really like a douchey and egregious. Yeah, Yay. yeah, that's a bad one. And it's a certain person, and it goes along with the inspiration thing. I totally get why that's the most hateable thing tonight. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I'm going with question marks. 
There we go. So the, the guest is taking it home. Mark, you swept. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. How does it feel to well finally earned. win something? <laughs> feels so good. Feels fucking great. Old Gary's not blowing his oh. brains out tonight. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. One more day. <laughs> <laughs> one more one more day putting his armor on to get on his fucking horse. Yeah. One more joke. Slowly lifting chainmail onto his shoulders. <laughs> Gary's got Gary's got one more go at the pitch <laughs> to no one. No one's around. Everyone's <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah. Gary's uh, get yeah. Gary's getting White Castle on the way home again. Man, Gary bums me out. You guys gotta stop. Yeah. Gary's rewarding himself with Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Always got the time for Tim Hortons. Gary's gonna roll up the rim to live again. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Mark Sayer, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. For, and yeah, uh, hey, um, me, hey, why don't you uh, quickly let us know what is going on with you so you can uh, tell us where people can find you and maybe talk a little bit about your movie that just came out right before we let everyone go. Yeah, that was uh, Point Defiance at its Pacific Northwest premiere on Vashon Island on Friday, uh, which was super fun. It was a sold-out show, and, uh, you know, it was just neat to... It's always neat to see people and how they react to the movies. Um, uh, but it was a very positive response, and it was very flattering that film will be out later this year. Nice. Uh, one of our other ones just sold to another distributor will be available in a few months. Which one's that? Um, Doe, which is the sophomore project to Point Defiance, the same director that Justin Foya that did Point Defiance did Doe. So he'll have two films out this year um, from our company. And then we've got a couple others that are just in the process of selling now and will come out later this year as well. Waterloo Jaguar, which Paul Thomas Anderson was one of the executive producers, Mm -hmm. stars... uh, James Groh, Mira Sorvino, Dominic Monaghan, Stacey Orstano, Christopher Backus, Stephen Swadling, uh, Doe has Timothy Davis, Matthew St. Patrick, Tatiana Ali, Mira Sorvino's in that one as well. Yeah. Um, and then we have The Clearing, which is a kind of a big zombie assault flick uh, that Liam McIntyre is a star of. He was Spartacus in the Star series Spartacus. Oh, right on. That's um, great. And Sadelle Noel, who plays Cherry Bang on Glow. She's also Samantha Watson on Arrow. And then we're leaving for Romania in just a couple months to shoot a new horror feature that I wrote with Justin, actually. Oh, you're doing it. directing. Yeah, it's called Dark Forces. And last Thursday, we just officially attached Orlando Jones as the lead of it. Excellent. So pretty excited because I... Big fan of American Gods, and I think he's great. Yeah, that show. that's so yeah. awesome, man. That's great news. I'm so glad that you could break that here on the Hate Locker. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now 112 people will know. I don't even think comes out till later this week. That's depending on when this podcast. Hot off be, the press. Wow, yeah, that'll be right around the same time. That's awesome, man. And I can tell you that I have. I mean, I've seen Point Defiance and Doe, and they're both excellent films. So. Uh, heck yeah. To check them out. Inside baseball there for you. It's really, really good. Um, yeah, 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 that's awesome, man. Uh, we'll be sure to check them out when they come out. Thank you so much for doing the podcast, Mark Sayer, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. All right. Well, I'm Chelsea Lou. I'm Dan Duvall. Yeah. uh, Yep. See Uh, you later. This was a brain freeze podcast.